Hey friends, welcome back to the Call to Lead podcast. So you might be wondering, or you may not have even noticed that I did not post a podcast last Friday. And the reason that I did not is something that if you haven't yet experienced what I've experienced over the last few weeks in your own business and in your own life, it's something that you likely will. And it's something that I think you can kind of understand because it's when grief hits you smack in the face, even before you understand the Lord's plan or outcome of a certain situation, but it just kind of wrecks everything where you feel like you have everything in your life in a big blender or a hurricane with the waves just crashing over you to where you don't even feel like you can do what you've been called to do in your business. And so today's episode is going to be a little bit of a tougher conversation. It's one that I pray can bless you if you are going through a hard time or a hard season personally and the impact that that might have on your life and business, but also how you can realize that these hard things and the perseverance that it creates in you and the deeper sense of purpose and passion that you can even get ahead of if you aren't in a season of pain and suffering and struggling to be able to make even bigger impact in your life and business through a bigger purpose. So buckle up for today's episode. It is, I think, going to be a special one and and it will also be something that I hope will proceed an even bigger conversation about why we actually do what we are doing here with our business. So let's dive into today's episode. Are you dreaming of making a long-term income and impact beyond your own efforts, but feel like you're struggling to replicate your results? I'm Heather, a former burned-out boutique owner turned top network marketing leader, and I've learned the hard way that you don't have to do all the things all on your own. Now, my passion is helping social sellers scale their business by choosing faith over fear and using simple, duplicatable systems without having to sell your soul to social media. I'm so excited to share with you simple tips, tricks, and tools to help you take your business to the next level. In each episode, I'll share faith-focused wisdom, proven systems that your team can duplicate, and inspiring stories from other leaders who have been right where you are today. Are you ready to grow your team, find joy and fulfillment, and feel free? Break out your favorite pen and notebook, and let's dive in. So I remember hearing one time that my pastor said that if you aren't going through a tragedy or a trial or sadness or suffering in this current season of your life, it's likely that you have been through that in the past and you know exactly what I'm talking about and what I'm going to share in today's episode, or that you will experience that in the future because all of us at any point in our journey are somewhere on that spectrum, even having just come through grief and tragedy and suffering and struggle, or you're in it right now in this season. And if you are, I am right there with you. And I pray for you right now that above all, that you would know that the Lord is with you and that when you really look for him, you can see him in those moments. But also, I really hope that this episode, if you, like me, just a couple months ago, were not in this season and you've had a blessed life without a lot of tragedy Or maybe you might be like me where you might have had some tragedy, but you haven't fully processed or experienced it, and maybe you kind of avoided it, like I have done when I have had hard things happen to me in the past. It's my prayer that what I kind of share with you through walking through this journey, literally as we speak, 
that it can help serve you for when that time comes. And that can be one of the hardest things for a believer to understand and certainly how an unbeliever might have skepticism of how the Lord could allow hard things or allow his children to suffer or to struggle or go through things like cancer or death. And I'm here to tell you that if you dive into the word and if you read it, there are a few things that are very evident. And number one is that that is not a promise that we are ever given that we will not struggle here on this life. In fact, we are told that we are here temporarily and our life is but a mist that and we're like flowers of the field. And I that actually reminded me of our company's annual uh, conference or I guess year and a half conference where the theme was wildflower. And we were also inspired that, by that. But ultimately, we are wildflowers, right, that are beautiful while they're here, but they do pass away. So then that's where the eternity piece comes in that I know also believers and unbelievers can kind of struggle with because whether or not you believe that there's life after this death, it can be really hard. I was talking to a, a friend and one of my leaders that it can be really hard to even know, like, is that really better than some of the goodness that we experience here on this earth? And, you know, the answer is we won't know until we get there. But there is definite hope. And again, through the journey that I've been walking through, more and more proof, if that's even possible, that there is hope beyond this life here. And that is what we should be working towards. And if eternity and heaven is the goal, the ultimate in-game goal for all of us, then number one, why do we fear it so much? Why do we dread it? Why is this something that we fight so hard? And I think it's because of fear. A lot of times I think it is the fear of the unknown. I think it is the fear of living life without that person or if that person is you, maybe it's living life without your family or worried, worrying about what your family's life is going to look like without you in it or the things that you're going to miss. But I can tell you that the Lord is good, that he does love you, and that for those of you that do love him, he is working all things together for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. And that's my life first, Romans 8, 28, and that is what I'm leaning on heavily in this season. And my friends, that is one of the promises that, again, we're not promised that all things are going to be good, but we are promised that the Lord will work it all together for the good of those who love him, okay? So these can be hard words to kind of wrestle with, but it's it's important wherever you are on that believing spectrum, wherever you are on the stage of grief and suffering and trials to realize that it is a season and it is something that the Lord will guide you through. And that is a promise. But the promise that it's not going to happen, that's not a thing, my friends, okay? So I feel like I should tell you a little bit of the backstory behind the words that I feel like the Lord wants me to share with you today and the kind of seasons that that I'm going through. And I, I won't share a lot of details, really mainly out of the privacy of the the friends and family of those who are struggling that I'm called to serve and support right now. However, I do feel like there are facets of it that I can share. And for me, it is a little freeing to be able to share this with you today and share a little bit of my heart. But let's take it back to July when, if you have been listening to the podcast or you were following me on social media, I shared that I was at a conference and I had a really some really kind of amazing breakthroughs from that conference alongside with reading a couple of really great books. One is The Best Yes by Lisa Turkhurst, and one is Present Over Perfect 
by, I can never remember the author's name, so forgive me for spacing on that. But I read actually just the first part of that one and realized they're very similar. And the purpose of those books is to help you really analyze how you're spending your time. Is that the ways that you're spending your time or even your money? Are those things that are contributing to a bigger purpose in your life? And if no, is it time for you to evaluate it? So I felt a very, very clear prompting in that moment from the Lord that he asked me to wipe my schedule clean and clear, meaning every commitment that I had made. And in that season, I was a little bit overcommitted with a lot of really good things. They weren't bad things. A lot of things were either something for my family or something for my business or something for myself that all of them could be justified. All of them actually were worthy additions to my calendar or my schedule in the season that I made them. So it was a little confusing to feel like the Lord was saying to me, wipe it all clean. But I kind of heard him loud and clear. And what's crazy is some of the things that I held on to, the things that I didn't take off my calendar, he kind of took them off for me, especially when I reached the the, the kind of tipping point that I did in the last in the last couple of weeks that I'll share. But I start there because of the the prayer and kind of the the one word. You guys know I've done an entire episode on the importance of having a word of the year. But also in my work with the Cultivate What Matters Power Sheets, which I just saw are actually out this week. So definitely check those out. It's not any kind of affiliate or anything. I Shoot, I wish I was an affiliate for them because I love them so much. But definitely check out CultivateWhatMatters.com if you want help kind of digging into a deeper purpose. You guys know I love that. But they also have a couple of opportunities when doing that, that thought and mindset work headed into a month or quarter within your life and your business to choose a word. And so the word that I chose headed into this season was available. And ultimately, even though it didn't make sense as to why the Lord was wiping my schedule clean, and to be honest, I had that fear that some of you might have if you haven't yet been through a tough season, or maybe you're in a season of of immense blessing and abundance and you're feeling like the other shoe is going to drop. And I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but I was so nervous thinking like, okay, what, what is this? What is, you know, and I even had a mammogram. And so I was very nervous about that outcome. But when I got the scan was all clear, I was like, okay, well, praise God. So that wasn't it. So, okay, Lord, what do you have for me in this season? I'm available to you. Well, about a month ago, I found out that one of my best friends that her cancer that wasn't ever not there had really just taken over in a way that was going to be really challenging for her to fight. And I think that even though this friend has battled her disease for years, for five years, I think the fact that I am an optimist to a fault and I, as we're told in the word, lean on hope and on faith and on the possibility that she could be fully healed from that. And I'm still leaning on that hope and I'm still leaning on that faith to this very day. But the reality of the disease and the likelihood of it rearing its ugly head again at the five-year mark came crashing down on all of us. And it hit hard and fast and has continued to spiral faster than I think any of us could have ever imagined into a season of just uncertainty. As I record this, you know, only the Lord knows the timing of her life. And while she's asked for miraculous healing, and that is exactly what we're praying for, I have been shown through this season, through multiple confirmations, 
that I believe to be from the Lord, that miraculous healing quite often can be the reunification with our Savior and our Father in heaven. And also with the people that have passed before us, the people that love us deeply, the people that we sometimes feel their presence here on earth, but that we get to celebrate joyfully in heaven, in eternity. And so that's probably all I'll share specific to that particular situation, just again, out of privacy and respect for that family. But I share enough of it just to... I guess relate to any of you guys who've ever been through something like this and and whether that's as a caretaker for a family member or whether it's you and you've been through the chronic suffering of a, of a chronic disease or again maybe it was your mom or your sister or your friend or your grandmother I know we all have experiences like that and again if you haven't you likely will at some point because all of us, every one of us, There's that's the one certainty in life, right? Or I guess I say the two certainties are death and taxes, right? And and so if death is coming, this time of reflection, I think for all of us, is a time where we really want to focus on what we want our life to look like while we're here and the impact that we have left long past the time where we go to heaven ourselves. And so I just had a couple of thoughts that have come to me through this season that I felt like were very relevant for that, but, and, and a poem that I would like to read that helps you. And also I want to tell you too, that I, I almost didn't record this episode. I almost recorded a past episode that I had the blessing of being able to record when my beloved grandmother, I have two very special grandmothers um, who have both been the example of who I want to be as a wife, a mother, a believer, all of the things on this earth, one passed away 13 years ago and one passed away two years ago. But it was such a blessing in that last season with my Gigi, as we call her great grandma. (laughs) And I had the blessing of being able to sit at her bedside as she was starting to struggle and suffer and interview her for my podcast at the time, which was called Stories of Light. And so I will be sharing that episode in the next two Fridays. I'm going to split it into two because it is a little bit long. It's an, it's an hour long, but I want for those of you guys who listen on the way to carpool or don't have a full hour to commit, I really encourage you guys to take the time to listen to the wise words of my beloved grandmother that I will be sharing in the next couple of weeks with you. And, and the beautiful thing about that is because I have those words and because I know that they will still be so relevant to each and every one of you. It's also a way that I can once again be available and continue to be available to my friend and her family during the season that they will be continuing to walk through in the next few weeks. So definitely give me the grace and patience to know that I have no idea how to show up in in this season, but I know that the word that now that I'm walking through it, that the Lord continues to put on my heart is the word obedient. And essentially, that's what we're called to in every day of our life, in the good and the bad and the hard. And it can be just as hard in the good seasons to be obedient to what he's calling us to because we can feel so strong and feel so equipped to be able to take on the world ourselves, right? And I think it's in these seasons of struggle and suffering that if you are a believer, it's really all you have to cling to is looking to him for guidance, looking to him for strength. 
And I have really been leaning on a verse that you guys know I loved because I've talked about it here on this podcast. And I had the joy and the, the pleasure of being able to read this aloud to my friend yesterday. But it's Isaiah 40, and in particular, Isaiah 40, 31, which is, you will run and not grow weary. You will walk and not grow faint. You will soar on wings like eagles. And of course, there's more to the verse. I encourage you to go read the entire chapter yourself because it it really has been the, the message that I've needed that he will equip me to do all the hard things and to get through this. And I know that he can to you as well. But we have to be obedient to what he's telling us to do. And we have to let go our reins of control and our reins of the negative thoughts that are going to come of the fear that is evident and the fear to say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing. And the only way that you can overcome that is to acknowledge first that that fear is not from him. It's not from the Lord. And that in combating that fear and seeking the Lord in obedience, that he will give you the wisdom and the words that you need to sustain you in the season. And so I just, I hope that that could be a little encouraging as it, as it is to me that those two words coupled together, available and obedience, those are the two things that I'm just leaning really, really heavily on in this life. So I want to end the, today's episode with a poem that another dear friend that is walking alongside us in this grief journey. She is another one of my friend's best friends, and she is an incredible CEO and boss babe. And I've actually invited her to share more of this story on the podcast. So stay tuned for that interview that I hope will be forthcoming because you'll love hearing her story. But she is a CEO with not in network marketing, but yet she has, I mean, she has a lot of wisdom that she can share, but she, in the midst of the sadness and and hard season over the last week had to plan one of the biggest events of her business's career by doing an all team retreat where her goal and her mission was to inspire her team to think so much bigger than the actual work that they're doing, which is actually in the healthcare field. Because it can so often, whether you are working a nine to five job or you are in traditional business or you are an entrepreneur or you're a network marketer, it can be, it can feel sometimes like you're just checking a box to checking to check a box, right? But if you allow your life to have a bigger purpose, and if you can keep your focus and your passion and your purpose on making an impact while you're here, and more importantly, on making an impact in eternity, knowing that that is ultimately where our focus needs to go, then it will equip you and prepare you with a passion and a purpose that will guide you through those tough seasons in your life and in your business. And I'm so proud of Catherine because as easily as she could have just canceled that event, that no doubt was such an incredible blessing to her entire team and honestly to her to be able to talk through the hard things in the midst of the hard season. This poem that she shared, I know, will bless so many, and I hope it blesses you today. So it's called The Dash, and it is by Linda Ellis, and some of you guys may have heard it. I believe I had heard it before, but when I read it again, it just it just hit me that it's very timely, and I'm very blessed to be able to share it with you today. So The Dash by Linda Ellis. I read of a man who stood to speak at the funeral of a friend. He referred to the dates on the tombstone from the beginning to the end. He noted that first came the date of birth and spoke of the following date with tears, 
but he said what mattered most of all was the dash between those years. For that dash represents all the time they spent alive on earth, and now only those who loved them know what that little line is worth. For it matters not how much we own, the cars, the house, the cash. What matters is how we live and love and how we spend our dash. So think about this long and hard. Are there things you'd like to change? For you never know how much time is left that still can be rearranged. To be less quick to anger and show appreciation more and love the people in our lives like we've never loved before. If we treat each other with respect and more often wear a smile, remembering that this special dash might only last a little while. So when your eulogy is being read with your life's actions to rehash, would you be proud of the things they say about how you lived your dash? And so my friend, I hope that that touches you as deeply as it touches me wherever you are in that season of grief and suffering and perseverance. And I am grateful again for your prayers and your patience for all of us in this time. And thank you again for letting me share my heart with you today. Y'all have a good week. And don't forget to tune in to my beloved grandmother's story over the next couple of weeks. I know it will bless you as much as it has blessed mine. Thank you. I'm so grateful for your time with me today. Feel free to check out heatherkburge.com for all the scoop on all the things. Also, I've got a huge favor. If you found any value from today's episode, would you mind leaving me a quick review? Or even better, share with a friend by clicking those three little dots at the bottom of your screen. Sending you big hugs.